This morning when uh, I got the, actually the wife answered the phone, but that pastor was sick and not going to be here, so I had to quickly put together a, a message, and I was thinking, okay, today's the Lord's Supper, so I thought, well, okay, I would talk about that. So I went to 1 Corinthians 11. And verse 1, it says, Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And I've been thinking about this a fair amount lately. Um, not so much being an imitator of, of Paul or as he followed Christ, but being and having a walk that is like that of Christ. And what is our conduct when we're outside of the church building and when we're at work or out there by ourselves? You know, there was many years there that I traveled for USNR out in the field, out there by myself. No one knew who I was or or any of that. And... So what was, you know, and I see other Christians out there, and there's, and they don't have that walk, but yet they confess that they know who Christ is, and that they're saved by the blood, and you look at their lives, and and you would never know it. I had one guy come up to me and say, um... I don't know that so-and-so is a Christian because of the way he acts, but yet he confesses that he does. And I was on, on a job, and I've shared this before, where I was sharing the gospel with this one young man, and um, he knew the Bible, he knew the scripture, he knew what the word said. And... Um, Anyway, to come up later, find out that um, he was adopted into this family. Um, his stepdad was the worship leader at church. But yet every Friday night, he'd go out with the guys to the tavern. And this young man just seen it as being, you know, a, yeah, a horrible Christian or, or hypocritical not being one that walked that walk and was an imitator of who Christ is. And anyway, it was it was really sad to see, you know, because I didn't really know how to share with this guy because he knew the word so well. But God spoke to him through how I walked that and lived that life. And that's what we need to be doing every single day, every minute of the day. Because we do not know who is watching. And, I mean, I've seen it time and time again. You know, that out there in the field, being gone, and being willing to stand up and share the gospel with others. 
but not only sharing it, but to walk that walk. I had to watch my life and ask, a lot of times I'd ask the question, is this something that Christ would actually do? Would I partake in, in doing that? Countless times they would ask me to go to the tavern with them after work, and I would refuse to do so. I would, a lot of times, just try to share the love of Christ with them. And, you know, it really spoke out, you know, this morning even, to be that imitator of God. But we got to know who He is. And we got to know what His characteristics are as to, for us to even ask that question, would Christ do this? But if we don't know, how can we know other than we need to be in the Word and sharing that love of Christ with others? And when we put that Word into practice, not just reading it and meditating on it and studying His Word, but then to take it and put it into practice in our everyday life. And as we, we should be growing in love towards our neighbors and to others out there to show that love in however we can, you know, in meeting the needs of those out there. And it's not just meeting needs of our fellow believers, it's meeting the needs of our neighbors who may not even know who Christ is. And sometimes that's hard to do, to meet the need of a complete stranger, even. And to be out there in the battlefield sharing the gospel and meeting those needs. That they see Christ living inside of us and we walk that that walk, that we get out there and show them uh, what we need, to, what needs to be done. And Ephesians five, starting in verse one, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in the love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Being that, that sacrifice, you know, Christ came down here, he humbled himself, made himself of no reputation, and put himself out there so that we could be in that right relationship with him to imitate Him and to see what, you know, getting into the Scriptures and and seeing what's there and doing exactly the same thing, putting that into, into practice and into our lives. And sometimes, you know, we just need to take one step at a time and take one little area that God's working on you, an area that He puts in your mind that you need to work on and listen to Him and then study the Scriptures and to learn about that and to look it up. You know, growing up it was 
for me, I I'd get tired and kind of get angry and 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 it says not to be angry in scriptures and to take and look that up in scripture and then to start applying it into my life what it said about that you know not to be angry and nowadays I'm I don't see that in my life anymore you you just taking simple little steps and applying it to your heart and to so that others can also see it living that word that God has and putting off sexual immorality impurities the being disobedient in other areas you know and but doing just the opposite of that you know and applying that stuff to your lives Romans chapter 1 um, it talks about there down in in there um, God's wrath on the unrighteousness for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppresses the truth for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and in exchange the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creepy things. Therefore God gave them up to their lust up to lust of their hearts to impurity to dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served creation rather than the creator who is blessed forever amen doing just the opposite is what we need to be doing we need to be thanking God for what he's done in our lives and putting all that the truth out there for them to see to cuz they may never ever read the bible some of them out there the only bible they're going to read is you and 
you never know who you're going to make an impact on or what that impact is on them. I remember flying back from Japan and I just asked the Lord to allow me to witness to somebody that was sitting next to me on the plane. It's an eight-hour flight home. And this little Japanese girl sat next to me. And I shared the gospel with her. And she didn't accept Christ that on that flight home. But I, I kind of got the sense that she was headed to Vancouver, B.C. And the, just the way she was talking and, and different things, like that she was headed there to be a prostitute, which was so sad to me. And I, I pray for her often, even today, because I don't know whatever happened to her. Because since that night, I've never had contact. But as we were getting off the plane and, and going through customs, and we got through there and on the other side, she came running up to me and said, Thank you. And I said, it's not what I did, though. It's what Christ did through me to touch her life. And it's that way with each and every one of us. Is when we share God's love with them, we don't know what that outcome's going to be, or how it's going to touch them, and how it's going to affect their lives. And it could be just something simple. You know, there was another time. I was driving back and, and I stopped to get fuel and it was in Oregon where they come and fuel you up. And the, the guy that came out there to fuel me up, fuel up the truck, um, just poured out his heart because he was so bothered and, and everything else. And I just sat there and listened to him. And that's all I did. And I didn't have to say a word to him or anything else. And when he got done, just he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry for, you know, pouring out all my troubles, you know, on you." I go, "It was no problem. I can listen." And anyway, he was just, but I don't. There again, I don't know how that touched his life. And you never, you know, you may not know until we get to heaven. All of those who we touched, because we walked the walk. Not just being hearers of the word only, but being doers of the word. And getting out there, and like I said, I don't know where each one of you are at necessarily, and what God's working on your heart, but when you start get digging into the word, and meditating on the word, and then applying that word to your life, and sharing that word with others, letting others see Christ living in you. Putting all those things into practice.
in Philippians 4. We'll start in verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, what is, whatever is loving, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Putting his word into practice. Not even just just putting it you know, so others can see it. Now we're let's uh, go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll partake of the Lord's Supper, the elements that He has provided for us, that death on the cross, the love that He poured out. Lord, precious and heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity here today to share your word and to hear your word to put your word into practice and to learn from you and all that you have for us. Lord, as we come to the table to partake of the elements that is to remind us of what you have done for us in our lives, that we will partake of them in a worthy manner, that we are made worthy because of the blood that was shed on the cross by your only Son, because you so loved us that you gave your only Son. We thank you for all you do in our lives, and we give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Have the men come forward.